Let's welcome everybody in. The real Kipper and Bourne show. NHL All-Star Week. Yes. Officially begun. We're squeaking in a few National Hockey League games. Not many. Until everybody shuts it down. The Toronto Maple Leafs hosting the NHL All-Star Weekend. Nick Kiprios, Justin Bourne, Mr. Mom this weekend. I was, man. First off, let me just say, I love that little sweater, yeah. long sleeve polo thing you got going on. Today. Really? Really nice, yeah. I compl- this old thing? Yeah. I complimented on him, too. I yeah. thought it looked good. I like that. Yeah. And I was under the impression that uh, it's too old. It can't make a comeback. Buddy, it, you may have had it long enough that it circled around and it's cool again. <laughs> <laughs> I really like it. <laughs> all right, we got clumsy Sammy McKee back. Uh, not clumsy. I'm all good today. You're good today? Yeah, yeah. I, I am coming off the weekend, you know, the really nice win for the Leafs, but... I can't help but think about our poor friends in Detroit and that loss they had oh, to the uh, yeah. San Francisco 49ers. Okay, um, we're going to jump into a ton of hockey here, but we got all week, so we, yeah, you know, we're, we're into this here. <laughs> let's, let's pace ourselves here yeah. by just discussing a little bit mm. the magic of the Detroit Lions and the feel of destinies on their side to go back to a Super Bowl, which they've been once, have they? I don't, know. They, Lions. I don't think so. They've, uh, they've never they, been? They, they've won the they, cha- they won the championship, but it was pre-Super Bowl. 50s. Yeah, 50s. Yeah. It was okay. before the Super Bowl existed. All right. So, halftime, everything's looking great. Yeah. Campbell, who they hyped up beyond belief, right? He was a major story coming into this game. Yes. Just a wall. And then he ends up being a major story coming out of this game for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, Listen, I'm not going to get too deep into the narratives here, but, you know, you stick with your gut. You are who you are. You got to that point by being aggressive. But all that goes out the window when you kick the field goal at the end of the first half. Because usually they would go for that, so they try to change their thought process there. But then they don't do it in the second half, and it seems like he's all over the place, some bad calls, some bad drops, some bad fumbles, and they just blew it. And they were right there. Did anyone think Detroit and Buffalo were going to find well, their way through in the end? <laughs> I mean, listen, it'll happen eventually, I'm I sure. But it just feels like the NFL, the way it's going, Kansas City and, and the and 49ers, on, boy. On the other side of it, I just want to put out a – just don't bet against Patrick, against Patrick Mahomes. Right. That's you know, smart. And I feel bad for for – Lamar. Did you bet on Mahomes this weekend? Yeah. We can talk about that in uh, game notes. Okay. Or what's it called? Sam, Sam uh, did well. Uh, what's it called? Uh, game, game time. time. No, I said game notes. I don't know. We'll find out about your game time. Is that, is that, is that Colby's <laughs> podcast? Anyways, I just, I feel bad for Lamar because he's taken a beating today. The narrative train is out of control, but many a good man have gone down to old Patrick. Yes. And, the and only many people, men will. The only people who've beat him, it's Tom Brady twice and Joe Burrow beat him once. And he's the rest of his so games he's ever played. Lamar's the MVP this year, right? Yeah. yeah. So he's best player during the regular season. Yeah. Oh. Just can't Can you make get a hockey done. comparison uh, here? Uh, no, uh, Lamar, no, no. if you will. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> but doesn't know how to get his team to win when he needs it the most. And Patrick does. Again, I was Mr. Mom. I watched 19 seconds of it. I did see the highlights, but yeah. <laughs> Me and Kipper were beat off watching every yeah. second. This guy's at gymnastics. You know, I was at my wife. Yeah, I was at Epic Planet Fun when oh, you guys were texting God. about it. My wife was uh, on Long Island watching. The, they had a bit of a Clark Gillies Foundation oh, night. Oh, nice. Watched the Islanders play. Um, thanks for their hospitality. My mom was actually there. 
Um, Your invite get lost? <laughs> well, I'm not saying just saying, but someone has to look after things on the home front. Uh, well, we're glad you made it in on Monday. Mm-hmm. All in one piece. I'm alive. They didn't, they didn't ruin you. No hand, foot, and mouth or pink eye. It's a miracle. Well, we're glad you're here. We're glad everybody's aboard on uh, Sportsnet 590, Sportsnet 360, and Sportsnet Plus from 4 to 6, and wherever you get your podcast. Mm. Uh, when we had been at the midweek point, before Wednesday's game, we gave a lot of, uh, I, I guess, a lot into the next two games in terms of maybe a bit of a fork in the road for the Leafs. Mm-hmm. They managed to get four out of four points. Mm. I think I may have even made fun of the idea that they might do that. And here we are, and mission accomplished just in terms of maximizing their return. And for that, you know, we applaud them. For sure, because no easy task. One of the top teams all season long, the Winnipeg yeah. Jets. And kind of calms things at least going into All-Star Week. You know, we also mentioned if it got ugly towards the finish mm-hmm. prior to it, maybe a lot of questions go into All-Star Week. But give them credit, man. They, they calmed the waters down. Yeah, and really flipped every negative sort of storyline upside down. It was... Ilya Samsonov is, you know, this guy going to the AHL or the ECHL. Mm -hmm. You know, it's Ryan Reeves. Where are they sending this guy to suddenly help? Well, Tyler Bertuzzi, I thought, played a really good game. A lot of the question marks we had, now not all of them, but a lot of the question marks we had, you know, they they played well at a time they're going into a break here. Yeah, like we joked about it on. By the way, I was just, I wasn't even through that sentence and I get to see Kip going. (laughs) <laughs> we joked about it on Leafs Talk that this was supposed to be like narrative week. Well, yeah. And every narrative just got slapped in the face. It's like the power play all of a sudden oh, comes clicking. through. Yeah. Ryan Reeves comes off the bench and scores okay. a goal. Yeah. It's like all the stuff so, that was bad, all is good now. It's all good. For I'm, a whole week of shows, I'm, we have positive. I'm the uh, godfather meme. Just when I thought it was out, they yeah. pull me back in. That's me. <laughs> so I'll throw this to both of you. Did they answer some questions or did they delay some questions yeah that's the one wow you're good at this well it certainly things like ryan reeves you know is a great example of someone who in the perfect world of ryan reeves that's what he does he plays seven minutes he's in front of the net causes a turnover he's in someone's face you love it now do i think ryan reeves can do that 40 straight times now or whatever the rest of the season is no no but Will he get an opportunity to do it for the next 40 games? He might get an opportunity to do it three more times, two or three more times. Like, it, it was, was Ryan Reeves enough for you to say, yes, you got your job back on the fourth line? No, not. But that's, it, it if anything, kind of created a problem. Because I see your point where it's like, I don't think that this is going to be like it's fixed and now he's just back. But you also can't have a guy come in and do exactly what you gave him a three-year yeah. contract to do and then send him to the minors. Yeah. So you got to give him another run now. And Yarncroc, we learned, is out for some time. Yeah. Like, it's a broken hand. I don't, I'm not. Knuckle, yeah. I don't, yeah, or knuckle. I'm not a doctor. Yeah. But I feel like that's, what, four-week injury? Yeah. Five-week injury? Like, that's. Three or four, yeah. Oh, that, okay. It's a substantial amount of time where, you know, I guess old. Maybe Bobby McMahon's IR, and he feels a little better now that Yarncroc's out of the lineup and he doesn't have to go down to the minors. Mm. 
but it does kind of feel like you're back to where it's going to be Yarn. Oh no, sorry, it's going to be McMahon and Reeves going in and out for each other. Yeah, I don't know. Like, just you know, we get caught up in the day to day of this team. As a singular moment for Reeves, Saturday was awesome. Yeah, like it really was. Oh, how can it not be right? Yeah. Because here's a guy that uh, came in with a ton of hype, and first week, ten days, it was great hype. Mm-hmm. And he managed to get into a couple of fights, and it was looking real real good for him mm-hmm. for a full season. And then, as we know, he he fell off. You know, I, I think, and I've said this before on this show, that I don't believe that people, a lot of enforcers who are later in their careers, Reeves is 36 or 37, I don't think he wants to fight all the time. And I kind of feel like he thought if he went out and fought a couple times early and set the tone, let yep. people know I will... I won't have to. And then he didn't fight for 20 games. Yeah. And, and that's, that's not yeah. what and, they and, paid him and, to be. And that's the danger of anybody 35, 40, especially in that role. And I kind of went through it too, but at a younger age yeah. where you're like, okay, how much do I need to do? do, I have how, to do how often do I need to do it? How much can I fake it? Yeah. Right? Yeah, of without, course. Without putting myself in a dangerous situation. Yeah. When he's been out for a month and you've had four or five weeks to prepare the next game in your head. You're fighting. Or I'm just saying yeah. that you can be at your very best. Okay. And he's also, he he worked. He worked hard. I mean, yeah. he did everything that they wanted him to do. His hands were better last night, right? Because he's been handling the, the puck for a play, month Yeah, the best every play day. of the goal is the turnover he creates on the goal, right? He's hard on the forecheck. And- yeah. Yeah, he chased down but, Josh Morrissey right. and wins a battle, gets to the front of the net, and tips one home. Pretty but, wonderful. But when, you, when you've got two, three weeks to think about your next game and prepare for your next game, that's mm-hmm. a big difference than what you had mentioned earlier, uh, just being complacent about yeah. knowing you're going to go in the lineup. And if, if you don't get noticed in this game, that's all right. There's the next game. I wonder if, you know, the, the reminder he would have given the team and everyone about what he can be at his best is enough to keep him not in all the time, but as someone who's the 13th guy who goes in once every third yeah. game, you know? To, yeah, I think there's a place for that. Yeah. You know, it's funny. You know, one game, just one game and just seven or eight minutes of ice time, but you can kind of squint and go, that's what it could look like. Yeah, and I think there's, it has to be said that he was off for a month. And was seemingly healthy for, what, two weeks of that? Yeah. Like, he's been, guarantee he's been on the ice with all the skills, guys. He's been working with his, like, yes, and he's been off. Yeah. But you start getting into the regular rhythm of hockey games where you're playing two or three times a week. He's maybe playing once a week, uh, twice a week. Heavy legs. It starts to, it's going to flip pretty quickly. So, as a singular moment, it's awesome. But I don't want to make it have, like, a bigger, like, there's still a chance he ends up a waivers. Anyways. Okay, let's point. go to good Sheldon Keefe on Ryan Reeves. Well, I love the goal, obviously. Well, first, he kind of he creates that possession for us by just really pushing the pace up the ice and, and uh, putting some pressure on them, creates a turnover and gets us on offense, and, and then he's at the net, which you know is a clear plan of ours tonight just to be around that space. And, and uh, Gregor puts the puck there and gets a stick on it and get rewarded. So, yeah, huge moment in the game, obviously, to uh, not allow them to, to build much of a lead and to get us all square there in the first period but yeah Revo I thought gave us lots here tonight uh, he had lots of energy his physical defensively was really good uh, so 
yeah, I liked, uh, liked that line here tonight. Well, he, he liked it enough that he would put yeah. him on the ice at a critical time. There was a, there was a minute left in the period, and... I know a lot of coaches that wouldn't have put Ryan Reeves on with a minute left to go. And I don't know if you remember the play inside their own zone before his goal, but Gregor had the puck along the wall, and Morrissey came in and absolutely smoked him. Lit him up pretty good. And then they had lost the battle along the wall, and it goes back to uh, Pionk, who absolutely hits a rocket right down the middle, and he missed the net. Mm Now, if it goes in, <laughs> 92, 95 mile an hour slap shot goes in and they go up 2 nothing. and Ryan Reeves is on the ice in the last minute. We're talking in, different today. We're talking different today. <laughs> it's, it's so funny because that's like career changing for him, right? If he's an early dash in that moment early and they can't dash. use him and that's you right. already couldn't use him and you go, you know what, what are we doing? <laughs> you know, like maybe that's the that's end. But that's when your career is the at the fine very, line yeah. here. It's a game inches, boys. Yeah. What? Ten seconds later, he's down redirecting a beautiful, beautiful redirect. Yeah, shotgun wide, he pulls right? across the body. And now, now it's a different now story. Now we're like, you can use this guy. Yeah. Get him in. But good on him anyways. I uh, thought uh, a noteworthy piece of Sheldon's clip there was he says uh, that, you know, we're on top of the net, which is a clear part yeah. of our game plan yeah. last night, yeah. which shows up in the Tyler Bertuzzi no-goal call. Oh, you yeah. guys want to do that part yet? Yeah, the... not yet. Not no, yet. You want to talk about that? Yeah, uh, okay. we'll get there. I yeah. just want to get, uh, before we kick in all of that, let's just get uh, Sheldon's yeah, yeah. overall uh, feeling of beating the Winnipeg Jets. Both games require a lot, you know, require a lot of, uh, a lot of work, a lot of uh, perseverance and commitment, all those kind of things. But, you know, in this game here uh, tonight in particular, I, I just thought we were really good in lots of areas. Uh, five on five, power play, penalty kill, goaltending, uh, you know, depth scoring, Rivo gets us going uh, there. Um, so, yeah, lots of really good things here tonight. So it's a great way to, to you know, to finish, finish this off and go into the break. There we go. Positive stuff. All right. Where, where, go Leafs go. It's wide open for you, Sammy. Where do you want to go first? Because there were a couple of uh, – Major storylines here, including Tavares uh, scoring a goal. Yeah. Uh, disallowed goals. Samsonov. Where do you want to go? I don't like to do officiating, but something has happened in a hockey game that I've never seen before, and I wanted to talk about it with you guys. Mm-hmm. When Tavares got his stick slashed in front of the net when they're already in the power play, and then he broke the stick yeah. and showed it to the ref, yeah. and then he put the arm up, yeah. I was dumbfounded. I could not believe that happened. Truly... An you, embarrassing moment that. for the official. Uh, completely. Yeah. Kipper, what do you think about that? Uh, I, I think it's probably the right call, but just the wrong way to get there. Yeah. Like he should make the call when he sees the slash if he thinks it's a slash. You have to make the call. but Can't call the You know, result. there's also that leeway where the, there is a buffer zone between seeing an infraction, letting the referee absorb it. Yeah. And, and then deciding. Deciding. Sometimes it's a split second. Sometimes it's half a second. And in, in, a, in a hockey game, it can feel like a, a very long time. But there is, there is a, a window. You're right in that it was probably 1.32 seconds after. But it was like but a visible. But this one yeah. really, really looked bad yeah. because it looks like that I cannot form a judgment or opinion 
on my own on just the incident. And there's no rule that says a, a stick has to be broken right. to call a penalty. So all you've done is made made it look like that is part and a big part of your decision and not your original thought on the incident on itself. I'm a big intent, not results guy. Like, I, I always hate the idea that sometimes, you know, part of battling for a puck is lifting a stick, it's slashing a stick. That's part of the puck battle. Yeah. And, you, you know, I hate that when a guy's stick breaks, it's like, that's penalty. It's like it wasn't if he used a better stick. But in this case, I mean. Especially I, to put him up on a five on three. I don't, yeah. I don't know where the stick is at. The game. Like, I don't know if it's already maybe, compromised. Maybe, maybe it's chipped yeah, exactly. out of it already. Could be just a, a, a crap. Uh, uh, lo- uh, load of sticks that you got off the last batch. And that happens. Right? So to me, that in part and parcel, I thought the refereeing in that game, I, didn't, I don't really ever notice the officiating. I don't really ever talk about it. But I thought it was a little bit sketchy. So and that, I thought that non-goal call specifically was just, super you know, sketchy. It, okay, imagine now that call in a playoff oh game. Like it, it, the, yeah. the, the ridicule that the referee will get because you need John Tavares to come and 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 state his case with a broken stick to you, and then you decide if it's a penalty or not? It's almost like they were given one back after the no-goal no goal call that they felt, I don't know. So let's try not to spend too much time on it, but the no-goal play, yeah. the, you know, Willie Nylander is on top of the goalie after, is it DeMello who pushes him in? Uh, I'm okay with the call. Oh, I I knew you were going to I was just hoping we wouldn't have to do I'm it, okay. but let's go. Okay. Let's go. Uh, yeah, I'm okay with the call. How can you be okay with it? Um... I, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna play goalie. I'm gonna play a goalie union card here. Yeah, wow. like, yeah. It's Nylander comes out of the corner, yeah. and he, he, he uses some of the blue paint. He does to get. And when you're in that area, man, you're flying very close to the sun there. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea for the goalie, especially in his blue paint is that he needs a chance to, to play any any angle, any shot. Yeah. And Nylander took that away from him. Yeah, but he didn't. He didn't. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't, Kip. He did. he, no, he did. so no. He comes from the corner, so he comes yeah. through the blue paint, yeah. which is I've seen Mike McKenna online yeah. be like, he entered a free will, Mike, yeah. I love you, but ridiculous. But aren't yeah. you allowed? It's you're not, allowed to be in there. It's not 1996. Of course you're allowed to be in there. Mike goes, he doesn't leave the blue paint. He can't. Because DeMello's there. And by the way, he doesn't leave the blue paint as like Brett Hall in the crease, yes. like millimeter of Jimmy, a toe. There was contact between Nylander and Hellebuck before the cross check. There was contact. Okay, well, that's fine. But no, that, it's not. Yes, it's not it is fine. okay. Because the no, goalie, yes, no. the goalie is allowed to reset after contact. And he has no, plenty of time no, to no, reset no, no, after no. that. No, he got, he got, there was contact. And once he you might establish, have breathed in his ear. Once you once you establish once you establish there, I can't come out now and challenge any shooter I want. You're impeding my the decision of the referee was made before the cross check. The Leafs challenged on the cross check, and the decision from the official to call incidental goaltender interference was made before. That's why they lost That's the challenge. That's the softest baby garbage call yeah. I've ever seen I, then. Because he's on his way through, yeah. and he's trying to get out, and DeMello's there. He's got nowhere to go. He's entitled yeah. to that area but, as much but, as DeMello. But you skated into that tight area yourself. I didn't put you in there. 
you skated into right. that area. Right, and he's area. trying to get out of it, no, which he's allowed he to do. No, did not try to get he's out. He's absolutely, he's on top no, of the goalie. No. Doesn't even get touched. No, no th- effort to get out. He just stood there and tried to hold his ground. And then and he's DeMello, allowed to stand there and hold his ground. But you, but you can, but if you stop me from coming out, then you're impeding me. The goalie's me. not entitled to the white ice. He's entitled to the no, blue ice. No, he's entitled ice. to come out and challenge. He's he not, he, but he's, sure he is, but he's not allowed to be on but, the but, white ice claiming that's his too. But if if... If I never get a chance to go out to the white ice because you're in my blue paint, it's interference. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. It is. That's absolutely not. Then explain to me how I watched the Oilers play against Columbus where Zach Hyman is barreling through the blue paint. He gets pushed in. He almost decapitates Elvis Elvis Merlikens. They shoot the puck in the net, and the ref standing right there is like, he got pushed. Yeah, he got pushed pushed in. He got pushed in, yeah. And that was... He was flying. He was but, going but top this, speed. The difference is he was just barely there. Yeah, and this is the first I've heard the idea that he wasn't called for the impeding during, like, after the DeMello yeah. thing. Because I don't even know that if there's contact there, it is a whisper. We're it's, trying to have a, a hockey league here it's, it's a whisper, full of adults. It's a whisper in the blue paint against a Vesna type goalie this is a zag for zag's sake. It's that's yeah. ridiculous. Uh, just, <laughs> it was awful. Listen. Would you, you know, I was going to say, would you be saying this if it was the Leafs in the playoffs? We're like, yes, you'd be saying it even more if it was the Leafs in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, no, double down. no, I tell you, and, and listen, it's a, I'm with you. It's a tough call. It's a really tough call. And just to remind people that it, it goes back to a, a, a war room, right? It goes back yeah. to Toronto. Yeah. Like, there's what, three, four guys in there? Like, they're arguing too. For sure. They're sitting there going, that's, that's a good goal, that's a bad goal. Absolutely. There are people right? in who, who made that decision who disagree with the final call, I'm sure. So you know what happens when that happens? They call in Gary? No, they <laughs> go back to the official. Yes. Well, that's what happened right? here is the official made a bad call. They the didn't mandate, want to overrule him, so they go, I guess. Yeah. The mandate from the general managers is if there's, like, splits. Yeah. You th- say yes, you say no, you say yes, you say no. Then you go back to the official with the original S-A-W-F-T, call. S-A-W-F-T, Saul. And I will say this, one last thing. The officials, they don't like overturning themselves. No, well, of course. Okay. I mean, they don't want to oh, prove that they're right. That's for sure a huge looks part of it. looks bad. That okay. is for I sure. get to decide my call. as like Gary being the final arbitrator on a... <laughs> yeah. on a I will set right? the punishment, and then if you appeal, it'll go yes. to me. You yeah. think I'm going to make my... If you're all split, why am I not going to go with my right. original call? Let me think about it. Uh, no. Yeah, it turns out I'm right still. <laughs> and that's all that happened yes. Saturday night. I'm but just, hey, good for Willie for going there. I'm sure if you're Sheldon Keefe, you say, we'll take that penalty I, I, you took there about, all day long. How about old Bert? Just can't get off the schneid. Well, and so puck I feel lands, bad. Puck lands on his stick right in the slot, shoots it in a wide open net. They're like, uh-uh. Not for you. Not today, buddy. I Everybody feel else. bad for Bertuzzi, yeah. who I thought was wonderful yeah. on Saturday night. Yeah. Uh, describe a hockey Samson player. He played very well. Three, three games, three wins, three goals allowed, 960 save percentage. Uh, how'd you see him Saturday night? He's back. Mm-hmm. Oh God! <laughs> oh my God! Don't he's back? Don't be one of those. He's back. Like back to what? Yeah. Like seriously, know. being okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Back to being okay. Listen, I'll give him. He yeah. made some big saves too. 
He did. He made some big saves Saturday saves. night. He makes a save on Kyle Connor when yeah. it's 1-1 late in the second period from the slot. Yeah. And you know what I liked is like he's deep in the crease. He comes out like he's not already overcommitted to it. Yeah. I don't know. He looks really good. He looks like he did last year. There was a moment, and Simmer pointed it out on the broadcast, where after the first one goes in, he's like, it looked like Columbus Sammy for like two or Listen, three minutes. I, I saw it. Two or three incidences yeah. where I saw him I was like, oh, God. swimming, oh, yeah. going oh, boy. way left yeah. on a couple occasions and give him full credit again. He, he he makes the saves that he needed to, but this one's going to be far before I ever utter the words <laughs> He's back. back. But the thing to me. I don't even believe what I'm saying when I say <laughs> it, but it's like I'm, you're asking what I saw. It's tough. He looked like he good, I think, Sammy. I think there's. Two things like back, like he looked in these last three games better than he's ever looked for the least this like, season. This season, no, I think like there's an argument to be said that he was better in these three or four games. How many those three, 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 three good games here that he had looked at any point even last year? I don't believe that for one second. Yeah, close. Was it, was like, it 909 last year? Yeah. Or 911? Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's got a 960 save percentage through three yeah. games. No, yeah. I, he's had some fantastic saves. Unbel- you, want, you want to tell me he's made some of the best saves since he's been a leaf on a couple of uh, yes. Yes. But, but I, I like, I mean, it feels like it's on a knife's edge. Like, we talked about him being high yeah. maintenance and like them having to baby him and talk. Like, this could easily go the other way immediately. Right. So, I don't know. I'll give him credit, but I'm, I think he's back to being a capable NHL Did goalie. You, How about that? Like the first goal he let in. Hated it. On the first shot. Hated it. I didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't like it either. <laughs> that was old Sammy, yeah. where it's like he can't find the puck and you didn't have sh- your short side covered. Yeah. When, well, you, I, when you're cheating on that side, at the very least, cover off that post. That post, yeah. Right? And, and if it beats you on the far side, it beats you on the far side, but you can't give up you know, anything short side when you are already there looking. Not long after that, Lowry gets the chance uh, coming in on two-on-one, and then Lowry picks Matthew's pocket no, no, and has no, a breakaway. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. You're, you're getting way ahead here. Is that way ahead? It's way ahead because I think the next shift, shift and a half, Gio goes behind the net. Oh, my God, falls. And falls. And I, don't, I think it was Lilligren who's waiting in the corner, and now it's, um, uh, it's uh, Cole Perfetti. Mm-hmm. With a two on zero in front of the net, with Blardy. Okay, mm-hmm. Blardy delays mm-hmm. and goes back to Cole Perfetti. If he just Shoot wires it, it yeah. it's two nothing on two shots on goal. Oh my god! And you might even pull him. You want to talk about? You want to talk <laughs> about the narrative? Nice yeah. You want to talk about a narrative there? It's <laughs> like a different story this there. This is the Nice so, Edge so episode. Two guys are on the inches of career. What a great weekend. Two careers saved by fortunate breaks. Oh Thank God it didn't turn out that way. Yeah. That's all. Oh, my God. Anyways, that's I, what I saw. Well, I, well listen, we'll go to Sheldon. So I listened to Samson all talking about it. Him, his mom, his dad, his wife, and his kid are going to Mexico for the break. He talked about that. Okay. Do we like that? Go rest, Sammy. Yeah. Yes. Go rest. You, get out you, of, you, you get out of town, kid. I mean, you've been doing all. You've been doing all inclusive before you, uh, you know, sure have figured life out. <laughs> yeah. 
resting. It's different with your family. Relaxing. He's got a newborn, his mom and dad uh, there. I was with my different. family last Christmas, and I acted kind of the same as I usually do. Your family might not, <laughs> although his Russian family may yeah, also uh, like the vodka. I don't know. Uh, but did you hear Luke Fox talk on JD's podcast about his dad coming? No. Yeah, he had this, like, really good answer about apparently during the week off, his father came over and like really like sat him down and had a conversation, like a man-to-man conversation about how you're like a father and you're a grown man. Real man stop pucks, he said. Uh, I mean, listen, I, I'm not ready to give credit to the 100 goalie coaches. I'm just giving credit to Sammy's dad. He's got to figure it out. Shout out to, yeah, there there you go. senior. I don't know his name. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Yes. Right? Let's hear what uh, Sheldon Keefe had to say there. Clip three on Ole Samsonov. Yeah, no, no question. You know, he was tested a lot tonight. You know, as much as I liked our game, I thought we gave up. You know, we gave up more than what we've been giving up here in, in recent games. Uh, and he was he was really good again here tonight, just battling but looking confident. And um, yeah, again, you know, the, the work that he's done here of late. Now going into the break, a uh, chance now to take a breath and regroup um, and come back refreshed, but but uh, confident. Uh, we're thrilled for him. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna go to break, but I I just want to get your your thoughts on just where this is heading for Samsonov and what we think is a Joseph Wall who may be still maybe a couple of weeks, but like if Samsonov's starting game one in the playoffs, like is it because? Of what he started now, yeah. or is it going to be because Joseph Wall came in and showed that he wasn't wasn't quite ready here? So where is this heading now for yeah. Samsonov, in your opinion? Well, it's a great question, and it's one the Leafs will be trying to answer. I know the dream scenario is he goes full Stu Skinner, where he just irons out what happened at the start of the year and suddenly looks really good. If you flash back three months ago, we thought... And everyone thought the plan was Samsonov is your starter, right? Like, we'll, we'll challenge him. Will it be 50-50? Will it be 60-40? He was kind of the incumbent 1A. So, yeah, I I think it's headed to finding out if he can put some sort of consistent run together. I don't know that you have a ton of time to find another goalie. It's almost like you're just cross, trying to put him in a position to succeed and cross your fingers. Mm. I think. Don't you think that their ideal scenario is to be able Ultimate. to kind of lighten the lighten the load here on Wall when he comes back, have another guy be there to play, be good, and then get Wall back to full steam and have him start game one? To yeah, me, that probably. feels like the ideal plan. I agree. I know that one thing that they have had questions about Samsonov with there, is yeah, expectations and pressure yeah. where they don't believe that he's thrived yeah. over his NHL career. Um you know, those will build again, and to make him the starting goalie game one is really tough to see right now. So the hope is that Wall's great. It doesn't sound, from what we gathered in all the last few days, that Joseph Wall's ready to come back the moment the All-Star uh, weekend's over. Mm-hmm. So you got to assume between February 5th and maybe mid-February, that's, that, that's five games right there, that Samsonov could have... Three starts? Four, maybe. Four. I bet there's, like he's going to no start to against the Islanders. There's for no back-to-backs, sure. but it's every other night. Five, fe- February fifth, Islanders seventh, Dallas tenth, Ottawa thirteenth. So there's there's three days in between two of those starts. I would think Samsonov has a chance to get four out of five there to 
to build off of whatever we've seen so far. But eventually, Wall's going to get his chance to come back and see where he can pick up where he left off. Has Samsonov earned the right to have a bad game yet? Like, how many times does he have to play well before you can say, well, all goalies, even great goalies have bad nights? Yeah, he comes back from Old Mexico Monday night and he lets in five. It's like, well, I probably would mind seeing Martin Jones on Wednesday. Yeah. You know, like, I yeah, think yeah. it's, it's like I said, Still knife's edge. edge. For yeah. sure. Just a slightly thicker knife. I, yeah. I think he needs three weeks, a month of playing well. Can't have a bad game. Well, I don't know what your interpretation of a bad game is. Columbus. Right? Getting shelled. Yeah, you can't give up first. three goals on... 12 shots, right? Can you save that you clip of what Kip just said? You can't go... Because <laughs> we're going to need that. <laughs> you can't go down three or four nothing. That's yeah. all. Yeah. That's a bad game. Not right. losing. Have you noticed Ilya San- uh, or, uh, Sorry, Andre Vasilevsky's playing really well again in this division? And Tampa's hot? Well, like... No, I hadn't noticed that. Vasilevsky. <laughs> Florida, <laughs> Boston, to- and Tampa. Can they lose No. No one loses this division. Leafs won both their games against the top team. Made up um, no ground. If the season ended today, I would be perfectly fine with that. What with the got? standings. Well, they be a wild the, card? Two, the two Florida teams are beating eliminated, the, beating the crap out of each other for six or seven games in the least. Yeah, they play in the Rangers. Not exactly a cup of tea. Oh, you would take that in a heartbeat. Oh, my God. Bring they, me the Rangers. Any they, non-Atlantic <laughs> division team. They have to match up better against Boston than they do Florida. The Leafs? I think yeah. so, yeah. Oh, no question. I, don't, I don't think Boston's. So, you guys know how I feel about them. So yeah, there's, there's no the reason now to, to win consistently. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that's always worked. <laughs> Is that what you're saying, Sammy? Yeah, try to, yeah, try to middle it. That always works. It, it's helpful that the Islanders can't win a hockey match because they're the wild card team chasing. Wow. Well, we'll get into that a little later. It's actually a big game Monday now that I look at this. It, yeah. it looks like there's a few teams that uh, aren't interested in making the playoffs right now in the East. No kidding. Okay, we'll get into that uh, and more. We're going to take a quick break here. Still plenty to talk about uh, in our Leaf edition of the Real Kipper and Bourne Show, including Tavares. Is he back, boys? We'll get into that more when we return to Real Kipper and Bourne. Your daily dose of everything NFL. It's the Fan Checkdown with Matt Marchese and Donovan Bennett. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Nick Kiprios, Justin Bourne, Sammy McKee. Who's in for Derek Brandeo? Adam. Andrew Adams. Andrew Adams. Double A. Pushing all the right buttons for us. Welcome back. Did we give Derek the day off? No, but you guys also didn't give me the day off those Fridays. So. It turns out we all don't right. have that kind of authority. Fair enough. Where do you want to pick up? Uh, we want to probably just go over a few of, uh, I don't know, what do you call it, midterms? Or? I mean, we're at, at a break here. Seems like a good time to reflect a little bit on the first half, generous way to phrase it, first half of the Toronto Maple Leaf season. Want to run through the big dogs and see what we think? Yeah, we can. Uh, kind of left uh, before we went to break talking about John Tavares mm-hmm. uh, breaking his goose egg on a power play goal Saturday night. You want to get uh, Sheldon's thought of uh, yeah. JT and then we'll, we'll pick it up from there? Sure. John's been working real hard in games. He's been... Working diligently off the ice, but also just, you know, keeping things in perspective and not getting frustrated. 
Uh, power play obviously needed a big response here today, and uh, we got that. Um, you know, and uh, John to come through for us, and in uh, you know the way that we would expect that he he might and being in front and getting a stick on a puck. Uh, it's a huge goal for us, a huge moment in the game. So his response kind of told everything you needed to know in terms of how much it was bothering him because much like we felt good about Ryan Reeves or Samsonov's win since being called up from the Marlies, you felt for John and the relief just by the body language in itself. Yeah. I don't know how if you've ever had any really long streaks Listen, of non not scoring. Once upon a time, I was a goal scorer, yeah. and when you don't score, it's like taking oxygen away it's from brutal. you. It's brutal. It's brutal. My old teammate Olivier Labelle still makes fun of me for my celebration after breaking about a 19 game goalless drought. Like it's brutal, and so I get the What'd relief. You do? Uh, I believe it was just a direct arm the, to the slide. Oh. Sky looked skyward. The, no, it wasn't a dramatic one. It was more of a thank you, merciful God, <laughs> sort of hockey gods sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah, so I get it. I get how he's. You know, the only thing moving forward here, and he's going to get a nice break, he's going to spend time with his family, his kids, is is what do we see out of John Tavares going into the, the last half of this season yeah. here? And will it will he come back to his point-of-game pace? Will he look like a threat mm-hmm. once again? And the power play goal was great. A goal's a goal, but if I'm not mistaken, he spent now a quarter of the season without an even-strength goal. I think it's half the season. I think he's 20 games without a 5-on-5 goal. Really? Yeah. It's a it's a really long time. It's a really long time. Yeah. Now, is that, just, is that just where John's now at the stage of his career, or is this just... Better hope not. Well, better hope not. I mean, you know, he's two. This team is built on, you know, four guys driving the offense. He's still creating a lot of shots. I would bet money on Tavares. In fact, I might bet money on him scoring, uh, you know, multiple goals over the next five games. Like after the break, little time off, he's off the schneid. I could see him shooting a few in the net and kind of finding his stride a little bit again. I don't know that he's ever going to be back to driving the play. It was like a thing when I used to follow the Islanders that he would make wingers. You know, made a star out of Pozo and Molson and Josh Bailey and Peugeot and Bailey. You know, he's not doing that anymore, but he can be on the other end of it for some pretty good players that they do have. So I, I think he'll still score some goals again. His point per game pace, by the way, he's at 35 points in 47 games now. So he's well. Well, I know this. He's, he's on pace for 60 points this year. Yeah. Which has to be really disappointing, right? Sure. At, at, this, at this stage when he's has to be the one-two punch with, with Austin. If you had said at the start of his contract, though, to Leafs fans, what do you expect for output at the tail end of this deal? They'd have said, if he's still chipping in 60, 70 points, you can live with it because you're getting the upfront where he's going to be so great. I know people don't feel like maybe they got the value at the start of the deal that they hope some... Yeah, that, that hurts now, but... That's the problem, is that you're paying the quote-unquote tax when you're still trying when to you win. you didn't... Yeah. Right? That's when exactly you, when, right. when, you, when you haven't gotten to where you thought you were going to get, you're still like, oh, well, we're paying the way more than we should be. Yeah. Like, it's probably, you're probably paying three to four million over like value he, for him. He, Saturday night, sure. he's, he's working his ass off. Yeah. And he's 
finishing checks. He's moving his feet, but it's just at that five-on-five, it's just hasn't been enough to get him back to being a legitimate threat right now. Yes. um, I was just trying to find that exact stat on how long it's been for you. It's a long Um, 22 games since he scored a five-on-five goal. A long time. Yeah. Yeah. Zero. He's shooting zero for 50 over that stretch. We heard uh, from from Sheldon saying uh, depth scoring. I'm not sure if you want to put Benoit and (laughs) and and Reeves as, hey, good sign. Yeah. I think the depth needs to come from Nyes and Bertuzzi and but Bertuzzi's and not depth. Yeah, he's supposed to be he's core. Make, he's making the most of any forward outside the four guys. I don't think he's depth. They don't really have like anyone Robertson's past the core depth. four. We're calling depth. Okay, Robertson's depth. Yeah, you know, like those other Camp, Gregor, Reeves. That's depth. Yeah, I'm having a hard time saying depth. Yep. <laughs> consonants in a row. Broadcast. Okay, so you want to start? Uh, you want to go first with uh, where, you, where you think some of these guys are? I want to start at the top here. Brad Tree Living. How would you judge his performance thus far? Uh, well, listen, I think all we're going to judge is on four signings. And for yeah. the most part. So you're doing Reeves, Klingberg, Domi, um, Martin Bertuzzi, Jones. Martin Jones, Jones five. Benoit. Six, Gregor, seven, Lagason. The the major yeah. ones have been disappointing, yeah. right? And and for sure you can grade them well on on those smaller pickups in that depth role. But mm-hmm. uh, he's he's got to he's got to take a hit on Klingberg yeah. for me, which I never liked from absolutely day. One. Yeah, it's it's funny. You can go five for five on your depth signings, but when you miss on the ones you spent all the money on, yeah, you know the Bertuzzi, Klingberg, Domi money has turned. You know, Domi's been fine. He's been worth yeah. three million. But I, I, I will say this too: is that we can sit there and and judge and say that was horrible. But when you're in his shoes with the limited resources and the choices that were out there. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you think doing something is better than doing right. nothing did, at like, all. Did you want Vlad Tarasenko for the Bertuzzi money? Would that have been better? Probably not. I would definitely not definitely want not. Tarasenko in, in that dressing room. Right. So, you know, I'm just thinking of guys who were <clears throat> 5 million and free agents this summer that you could have had. It's like, you know, and Bertuzzi even though he's not producing offensively, like a game like Saturday night is a good example where I found him really useful. I thought his line was yeah. very good, and he makes yeah. you know little plays in the forecheck. And Vlad Tarasenko, by the way, th- uh, thirty-two points in forty-three games, plus thirteen on the on the is he really? Ottawa Senators. That sounds, that's not bad. Yeah. Oh, someone's going to take him just Ter- for the Tarasenko. Yes, at the someone's, deadline here. Yes, yeah, someone's going to take him. I need scoring that badly. Yeah, I mean it's. He's having a pretty good year. I'm surprised by these numbers. I'm surprised like, anyone is plus on Ottawa. Plus 13 is a pretty high number. Like, yeah, you're, somebody's going to trade for him. And Only him. one guy is higher than that on the Leafs. Matthews is plus 14. He's the highest guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Matthews scores his 40th goal. Kaboom! Fewest games the last 25 years. I will say this. Okay. You, for me, you, I'll be hard-pressed to find 
two worse games he's played as a Leaf than the last two where he scored game-winning goals in both. <laughs> oh, yeah, because they scored at the end, so that turned out to be the winner. Yeah, it's true. He was not very good Saturday night. Yeah. They turned the puck over a lot. Hey, that five-on-three goal, yeah, and I'm fine. That's uh, 100%. Yeah. It's okay. He's got an all-star weekend. He's, he's, he's got to sell t-shirts with beebs. <laughs> sure, all that. Yes. But when you're going up against the Leafs on a five-on-three, and you're, all right, what are we taking away? You might want to start with the league's best goal scorer from the hash marks, shoulder, you know, <laughs> ceiling scraping one-timer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's my Vezina goalie who's making eight and a half. Just yeah. try to stop it best you can. <laughs> Good I'm, luck, I'm, I'm, I'm out of this. You could add two hella bucks in there that's going in. Yeah. He that hit that was, so hard. Yeah. I, and that, what an awesome play by Marner who gets a wobbling puck and one touch flattens it for him. I know you make fun of me for yeah. this kind of stuff and you'll be like, oh yeah, regular season. I know what you're going to say. But, you know, as Leaf fans and people listening to this are obviously Leaf fans, we used to get excited when Phil Kessel would be like, oh, he's getting near. He's got 37 for the full season. It's not February. He's 40. Else. I know. It's ridiculous. And like, it's great. I know. And here we go. Here it comes. I think it's great. I think it's great. But where you are with a bar and where I am with a bar is a little different. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, you're beating beating that bar way down for me, pal. Matthews is Kip's like gifted child in in class. Where it's like, I'm hard on you because I believe in you. (laughs) I'm hard on you because I believe you can do so much more. There's more to give besides pushing the puck over the red line. I don't (laughs) hold the other kids to the same standard as you because you're so special. He's he's the Baltimore quarterback. (laughs) He's Lamar. He's Lamar Jackson. Yes. Oof. That's right? scarily but accurate. But you're going to go up against a Patrick Mahomes th- in the playoffs. The Panthers. And uh, how are Chiefs, you going to uh, be? It's a tough parallel. Right? Actually, there is a decent parallel to have where Tampa made it multiple years where they beat the Leafs and they made it to the final. That was kind of like their last stand. Yeah. There's a parallel there that the Chiefs are the lightning. I'll hear it. So, Anyways, I um, think it's It's I fantastic. Think it's awesome. I think he it's is, awesome. He is the greatest goal scorer in the league, in the world right now, all of it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. is it is it driving the team to a, a place? Is it, are they just, is he bringing enough right. around him? Is he making a lot of people around him better? There or is, is he just there making is amount, himself better? There is an amount of goal scoring where mm-hmm. all these other criticisms are like, like, like it's like Brad Tree Living's fringe signings. He's scored 40 times in 46 games. He's doing stuff people haven't done in terms of producing goals in the history of the league. Yeah. He's there with Ovechkin and Gretzky well, with the greatest ever. He's not doing it since the guy did last year. But before that, it was Pavel well, he, he did and it, it was He did it faster than the guy did it last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. He did the fastest since, what do you say? Since McDavid. Last in 25 years. Faster than McDavid last yeah. year. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, yeah, you do some other fringe things, great. This team without Matthews is... Nashville, Celebrini, you know, like it's what he is doing with these goals. So if he had 30 goals and you're like, yeah, clean up the defense. Fine. Marner, every goal Marner scored, he scored again that game. He'd be at Matthew's goal total every time. Double the goals. Like it's an insane amount of goals. It is a legendary amount of goals. Like he will be one of the best all time, regardless if he wins anything. He'll be one of the best goal scorers of all time. And he That's plays all. the least. Yeah. And but no we need him to be one of the that. best players of all time. Yeah. And I okay. I get that. I, That's all. And you're right. 
We're gonna, it. It's going to get to playoffs, yeah. and you're not going to want to see him yeah. score twice in seven games. Well, and how many? What, what's uh, McDavid on pace for? 120 points, probably. Goals. This is a. We're talking about a 60 plus goal yeah, score last year. Yeah, we did this last show. Yeah, what's his yeah. pace? I have no idea. 30, 40. 30, 40. Yeah. This he, is the best his team has ever played around him since he joined the NHL. He's never felt better about his team, and he's on pace for 35 goals. Yeah, maybe his team's better. He's on pace for 37 Maybe he's goals, yeah. made them better. Yeah. Could be, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe they're, they're Sa- they were Sammy's before, and now the Sammy's bars have gotten a lot higher. It would be fascinating to swap these two guys. But look at Mc- and and look have at Matthews there with Dreisaitl and Kane and Hyman and Nuge and, you but know. We'll give him an A. Oh, yeah. You better. So. <laughs> what else did you give him? It's an A+. 40. plus. I'm not giving him an A+. Plus. He, scored, he scored 40 goals in four. Yeah, I know. Uh, but he's on pace for 30 assists. How about McKinnon? He scores every goal for his team. Yeah, he's he's doing all right. He has 84 points It's in 49 games. I know. Right. He he has like 15 points on McDavid at this point, yeah, doesn't he's he? he's out of this world. Anyways. Yeah. He's out of this world. There's a guy that has, like, his bar is off... McDavid, Crosby, McKinnon, their bars well, are like you're you're Mc, scared as, a, as an speed, athlete, as a teammate, you're scared every yeah. day you're around them that your your bar's not close enough yeah. to theirs. I've watched a lot of Avalanche and and McDavid mm-hmm. this year and Penguins because I like watching those three guys. McKinnon's far and away the best this year. It's not even close. No one has ever played hockey faster than Nate McKinnon is playing it this year. Really? He is like, he's 150 speed bursts faster than the next guy, like over really? 20 miles per hour. It is Remarkable. unbelievable the pace he's playing at. All right. That's Just like that, our first hour is over. Plenty more to come in our national hour, including some talk on Columbus. What is going on here, guys? Lots of bad. It's just, oh boy. They're making the headlines constantly for all the wrong reasons. Aaron Portsline covers the Blue Jackets for the Athletic. Will join us next. Plenty more. Unreal Kipper and Born. Don't go away.